Good morning. Welcome to our online chats. Thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, I really hope and it's my prayer that uh, our services, our online ministry is making a difference in your life. I really pray that the Lord will use this small window opportunity we're having each Sunday once a week to, to build your faith, to teach you something different of how he is and what he's doing, what his plan for your life. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father in heaven, thank you that we can come this morning and can come and worship you, that we may come in prayer and give open our lives up for you. Thank you for this amazing opportunity to share the word with each other, to listen to scripture, to put it in our lives and in our hearts and in our minds, to think about it. And Lord Jesus, will you keep on challenging us to do it, to live from this word. Um, thank you for what we can share this morning. Um, we pray that in your holy name. Amen. We are busy with the series looking at the Psalms and the Pilgrim's Psalms. Uh, the, the, that was the Psalms that the Jews prayed and sang while they went back to, to the temple. This morning we're going to read Psalm 127. The Song of Ascents of Solomon. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the gods stand watch in vain. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. Children are a heritage from the Lord, offsprings a reward from him. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. I want to read the same psalm um, in the message as well. Psalm 127. If God doesn't build the house, the builders only build shacks. If God doesn't guard the city, the night watchman might as well nap. It's useless to rise early and go to bed late and work your worried fingers to the bone. Do you know he, do you know he enjoys giving rest to those he loves? Don't you see that children are God's best gift? The fruit of the womb is generous legacy. Like a warrior's fistful of arrows are the children of a vigorous youth. Oh, how blessed are you, parents, with your quivers full of children. Your enemies then stand a chance against you. You'll sweep them right off your doorstep. The prayer of this psalm is that if the Lord is not building and watching, we don't have a chance. If the Lord is not involved, we're in trouble. Um, the challenge in, in this psalm was that um, the Jews, Jews had to go and build the temple. They had to go and protect, watch over the city and to build the relationships and watch over the relationships. Um, and, the, and the main fact of that is that you get to a point in your life where you realize, I can't do it on my own. I can't do it on my own. If you can picture this while the Jews are walking in, into Jerusalem, this big city with these high walls and all the watchmen around, 
all the gods watching over the city. And then they uh, proceed in going into the temple, this beautiful temple Solomon built. And the first thought that crossed their minds was, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labors in vain. If the Lord is not working, if the Lord is not building, it doesn't matter how big and impressive these buildings are. They are of no value. The message says they are shacks <laughs> compared to that what the Lord wants to build. It's possible that David has written this psalm to his, um, to his son Solomon just before he, had, he, he built his temple. And, and it's possible that David actually said to him, My son, remember, you can build the best and the biggest and the most beautiful building. If the Lord is not there, it's in vain. It's a shack. If, 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 if the Lord doesn't protect the city, the watchers can nap. No, there's no value in them watching over the city. The psalm actually challenges each one of us and to say that anything in your life that you are building, anything in your life that you are watching or taking responsibility for, if, if, if it's church, if it's, if it's this congregation we're trying to build, if it's your work um, or your job or your home or your relationships, with your kids, your wife, your husband, your friends, your colleagues. If the Lord is not there, it's all in vain. There's no way you can build healthy relationships on your own. So the, the question we've got to think, think about is the question, what are you building at this stage? What are you investing time and energy in? And what is the things in your life that you take responsibility for, that you're watching over? You see, we've got to come to a point in our life where we know that we've got to stay very close to the Lord. And that we've got to come to a point in our life that we can admit that we need the Lord for everything. Um, and, and, and that's exactly what, what Psalm 127 said. If we don't have that, everything is in vain. Man's toil can add nothing to it. Anything that, we, that we're busy with, that doesn't reckon with God, that doesn't put God back in the picture, it doesn't matter what it is, is that if, if it's not there, we're wasting our time. We're going to struggle to find meaning and to find purpose if we try to do it on our own. I think the important thing that, that we've got to realize is that God is in the process of building. He's already working in your life. He has been working in your life for quite some time. And, and the challenge for us is how, how do we respond to that? We watch where he is working and we join him. We, we may believe that God's taking responsibility for us, that he's caring, looking after us. 
that he will protect us. The, the Bible tells us that the work that he starts is that he will finish it. He works. He protects. He takes responsibility for us. And if you take, take God serious, then, then that will become a serious matter for you. To see, but what is the, the Lord doing at this stage in my life? Because he's been working uh, since before your birth, he's working in your life. Um, if, you, if you look at Psalm 124, it says, If the Lord had not been on our side, if the Lord had not been on our side when people attacked us, we would have for sure perished. Uh, the, the Jews look back and say, but wow, look at everything the Lord did. And maybe that's what we need to look back and say, but uh, how did the Lord protect you? How did he provide for you? How did he build into your life? Throughout scripture, we see how God is working. Um, maybe the best example we get is in Jesus, what Jesus came to do on earth, how he treated people, what he did. And maybe that's the example um, about the best example about God's salvation work. Um, and everything we do, everything we busy are supposed to be a continuation of that. Interesting. Um, we sometimes think that the most important thing in our life is to build our own legacy, our own kingdom. Um, and we're totally wrong with that. The most important uh, thing in life that we ever can do is to continue the work Jesus has done on earth. To continue to make a difference in people's lives. To continue to find meaning in God and in His Word. And in a relationship with him. Um, so if, if, if you are a teacher. It's only because God, because God was a teacher. He just passed the responsibility on to you. And if you engineer a data analyst. And invest it. doesn't matter who you are. Um, what's actually happening is. God did the work and gave it over to you. And you've got to take responsibility for that. That's what we've got to do. Um, we sometimes think that our work, uh, the, the main issue in our work is how much money we're going to get, how much security is going to give me, uh, um, what I can do. And we forget that it's a continuation of everything God is already doing in your life. And he's using you in that particular job, for example, to make a difference for him, to build his kingdom, to improve his legacy, to bring people closer to him. So, so we've got to be honest with ourselves and ask, but what, what are we busy in our life? And why are we busy with that? Why are you working? It must be more than to secure your future. I think the important um, thing of this psalm is that it wants to tell us that it's not about not working. The psalm said... Don't sit back and do nothing. You've got to work. But you've got to work with God. You've got to protect the city. But you've got to protect it with God. Um, the, the issue here is not that we don't need to work anymore. The issue is that the way we take responsibility for our work. The way we take responsibility for relationships. The way we take responsibility for, for protecting and looking after tells people about the importance that the Lord have in your life. Because if he's the most important for you, there's another, there's another thing that will start to develop in your lives. Um, 
I don't know if you lie at wake at night to worry. Uh, I sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and worry about stuff. We are very good warriors. Um, I, don't, I don't know how much energy your work takes from you. I don't know how, how hard you work. But I know, verse 2 says, um, Psalm 127, In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat. For he grants sleep to those he loves. There come a point in one's life where we know it's more. There's more in life than just working. There's more in life than worrying about these things. Um, uh, the, the, this too says that God gives you sleep. God gives you all these things in, his, in your sleep. When you're on a point in your life where you, you don't expect it. <laughs> you're sleeping. You're, you're powerless. And then the Lord's still working. And, 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 and it's sometimes good for us to realize in those moments uh, that, that the Lord is still working in our lives, still protecting, still providing, still working in us. So we've got to start to trust the Lord for what He's busy doing in our lives. The second part of the psalm, it's interesting, talks about relationships. Because... And that's the most important that the Lord can give us, to be in a relationship with Him, to be in a relationship with people. Um, and, and, and maybe it's, it's our work in relationships that we need the Lord most for. That um, and maybe you, you experience a time in your life that you know, but if the Lord's not going to help me in this relationship, it's going to be chaos. I'm going to get nuts. Um, so, 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 so maybe, maybe he talks about relationships because he knows this is maybe the one area in all of our lives where we need the more need the Lord more than any other area. Um, but the point is, if you want relationships to succeed, you've got to spend time and energy. You've got to protect it. You've got to take responsibility for it. You've got to invest in relationships. And the Lord said he's investing in us. We see it in Jesus. That's the biggest investment he has ever made. He gave his own son. Because this relationship is important for us. So the question is, how are you investing in your relationships? What are you willing to do? What are you willing to give? How are you, how are you looking after protecting your relationships? Um, those of you that have kids will know that kids is, kids is gifts of God. The word that, that it's, it's being used here as a gift reminds us of the whole idea of um, of the fact that you're going to inherit something, something that you don't deserve. Um, so our kids guarantee the inheritance. For the Jews, it was important to have kids because their future was secured. Their kids would look after them. Um, so, so what he's telling is, I will look after you. I will protect you. I will build into your life. And our most important work is to build in our relationships, to protect our relationships. Isn't to make money. Isn't to become famous. What difference are you making in people's life? What are you adding? How are you protecting other people? How are you providing for other people? And now we're on our way back to church. One of the days we're going to start 12 September. We're going to start church again. And what a challenge. But we may know that, that um, ch church is not, 
in buildings and places. This is church. What we're sharing here is part of church. And it's not buildings that are going to make church work. It's people. It's relationships. Um, it's, it's relationships that we must build, that we must protect, that we must look after. And, and it's those relationships that makes the, uh, makes the biggest difference in one's lives. The last, last verse in this Psalm 127 talks about adversaries. Listen to what he says. He says, Blessed is a man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. There's people taking your side. There's people that's, that's standing next to you. There's people that's protecting you. Because you spend time and energy in relationships. Who are those people in your life? Who are the people that you can turn to when you're in trouble? It's in those relationships that you need to invest. It's those relationships that you need to have to keep wealthy. I want to I want to conclude the sermon. Don't know if you've been watching the Olympic Games throughout this last two weeks. What was interesting, there was a few different aspects of this Olympic. The one thing, my main thing for me was the fact that there wasn't really spectators. There wasn't people to cheer them on. So the athletes knew they're taking part, not for the, not for the applause of people. They, they maybe had to be more focused and say, but listen, it's only about, about getting to the, uh, to the end. It's only about finishing the race. It's only about getting on the medal stand. Winning a gold medal. Um, Paul wrote about these kind of things later in the New Testament. And he says, we've got to keep our eyes. We've got to run this race. The eyes fixed on Jesus. The beginner and the end of our faith. And this is what this psalm is about. You can do a lot of things. But it will be in vain. Is that it's a Lord is not building in your life, if he's not guarding, protecting you, if, if he's not taking responsibility for your relationships. So let's bow our heads in prayer and trust him with us. Our Father in heaven, thank you for your holy name. Thank you for your holy word. Thank you for your holy presence. We know that you are here. We know that you are working. We know that you promise in scripture that you will finish what you started and that you will do it in our lives as well. I want to pray for everyone that's watching. I want to ask you, Lord, that you will build into their lives, that you will protect them, that, that you will provide for them. I want to build for all the relationships they give them wisdom and, and, and Lord Jesus work in people's hearts and minds and lives. I want to pray for the protection of our friends and families, people who are poorly, people who are sick. Will you be there? Will you bring a healing, Lord Jesus? I want to ask you that you will, will prepare our hearts and our minds for going back to church as, as congregation, for the time that we're going to spend together, that you will bless it and that you will use it to make a difference, not, in all, not only in all our lives, but in all the lives of those that's connected with us. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. We've got a chance to bring our offerings. You've got all the information down below. Um, you see everything down there. The birthdays we're celebrating this week 
Um, Selna Becker's birthday today, Selna, congratulations. Um, Gerda Marie Breinhardt on the 9th, Maya Prinsler the 9th, Carla Sekai the 11th, on the 12th it's Hannes Pretorius and Marianne Thron, and on the 14th Corne Fester and Krishna Bunstrecht. Um, there's a picnic starting at 11 o'clock this morning um, in Arno's Park, North London. Um, you've got um, uh, you've got the information there, the Afrikaans, three Afrikaans words, you see it there. Um, so so please, if you want to join us and you still have time, please do. It's going to be great just to get together. Our first service back is Sunday, 12 September, David Game College. We're going to have a great meal together, so please um, buy your ticket for that. You see the link there. And just connect, buy a ticket for you and, your, you and your friends and come, please do come. On Sunday the 26th, we've got our first baptism after lockdown. There's a few kids born this time. So we hope to share this with each, with, with all, all of you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord shine his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Stem die note sing Here So